duet going today yeah. very exciting Woo-hoo. welcome to welcome to sunnydale i'm steve mcclellan i'm Liesl. and uh we've got a special guest star here in the studio with us today i'm charity and i'm a buffy virgin <gasps> <laughs> so we're gonna start with uh our, our very first get to no wait this is our second get to know your host segment yes, it is. um so like i said my name's steve and a thing that all of you out there in <laughs> podcast land might not know about me is that I got my arm broken in the sixth grade when a bunch of my friends threw me over a fence into a parking lot. <laughs> Eve Steve Day. Eve Steve Day is what it's called, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Liesl. Um I didn't come up with anything for myself today. That is a true thing about me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have a tattoo of I, Kurt Vonnegut. All right. Excellent. I got you covered. You ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. So I'm Charity, and I've been fired by the Girl Scouts of America. Really? <laughs> what? Can I ask what you did? Or is it just just mystery? Uh, no, 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 no. I was I was a camp counselor, and uh, the uh, the director of the camp was not particularly fond of me. And mm. uh, yeah, towards the end of the towards the end of the year, right before I was going to get my summer bonus, it, she managed to, oh, to fire uh, me. So harsh. Uh, and in my file, it says that I cannot be employed by the Girl Scouts of America. <laughs> <laughs> That's really intense. You can't ever be employed yeah. by them again. They they like walked me around like it was corporate America. Yeah. Now, keep in mind we're in a summer camp. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they want to make sure you don't like go renegade and steal a bunch of cookies on your way out. I was like, are you allowed to buy the cookies though? I I am still allowed to buy cookies. But you have to yeah. Do it under a false well, you name. know because that's really the best thing, right? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. I didn't know that one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're doing, today we're doing season one, episode three of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's called Witch, and let's dive right in. So, this is the first episode with Amy, who uh, fans of the show will know comes back in a big way, but uh, did you you care for the character Amy Charity? What did you think of her? I thought it was a nice lead-in for Amy. I did not know that she came back. Mm -hmm. Um, So, they certainly seem to have a lot of positive personal regard for her from the get-go so mm-hmm. uh, um so and uh, she seems like a lot of these characters a little a little on the quirky side not quite fitting in <laughs> right so it's natural that she wants to band together yeah. <laughs> it's true so you were you were a cheerleader when you were in high school is that I, correct I, I was yeah I was the, the the wrestling kind oh right? man. Which, which means that you know you do a little bit of the pyramid stuff but mostly you bang on the floor wait really, really? yeah you sit on the floor, right, cross-legged, and then you do all of your cheers seated, and you bang on the floor. So it's a really heavy tympanic thing. Are, are you making this up, or is this real? <laughs> I, I, I'm not making this okay. up. <laughs> it is real, right? And uh, well, you're a lot closer to the mat that way, and the you don't you don't need to move, right? You're not like running up and down the court. And yeah, the I guess that makes sense. Aren't running, right? So. Do you still wear like the skirts and the like have the pom poms and stuff? Well, I it... guess you'd have to ask me out on a date to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> that's your first date. Where every first date you were there. That's right. Well, you know. Sorry, I, I phrased my question poorly. I don't mean. Do you still to this day wear those skirts and have those pom poms? I meant as a wrestling cheerleader, do you wear skirts and have pom poms? You do wear okay. a skirt and you have pom poms, but it's a winter sport, so you wear a turtleneck under your sweater. It's a very bulky oh, look. Interesting. Right. Okay. Sport. But it's an indoor winter sport, right? It is. Okay. All right. Well, we will we'll definitely be coming back to your cheerleading experience throughout this episode <laughs> to get your <laughs> Opinions and you find didn't even out. You know if, that I brought skills. I know yeah. we, we're learning so much about you on this one. Yeah. Um, okay, so I uh, I noticed something that I had never known about Sunnydale mm. that their mascot is the, the Razorbacks. Yeah, yeah, did you same. know that? Yeah. I had no idea. Didn't, didn't know. I knew the the like yellow and crimson colors, but the fighting Razorbacks is on mm-hmm. the banner behind them at mm-hmm. those cheerleading tryouts. That's I think that's what happens when you watch an episode like five times <laughs> you finally notice what, what the mascot is for this, this high school <laughs> well that's the point of the show you know to really get Re- in rewatch value and, is. yeah there's so much value in knowing in this particular the episode. high school mascot of the <laughs> no. so uh one thing that i noticed also that drove me a little crazy once i started thinking about it was uh there's a scene where buffy walks into joyce in the kitchen 
mm-hmm. Joyce is like, oh, I just got this shipment of tribal art for my gallery. These giant crates she's opening with a crowbar. Why did she get them shipped like to her house instead of to the gallery where they're going? It's like, how is she going to take them from her house to the gallery? Yeah. And then like... Very, very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's opening them in the kitchen. Do they not have like a living room or something with more space for those giant crates? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's going to cook with them. Maybe it's like functional <laughs> tribal art. <laughs> the tribal cast iron skillet. For the <laughs> there, were, there were a lot of things that kind of drove me nuts about this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. So one that Cherry and I briefly mentioned was all of the people trying out were already wearing skirts and like the uniform and stuff. And that's not right. how you try out for no, anything. It's really not how you try out. In fact, it would be frowned upon. Right? Yeah. Like, like you have not earned the right um, to wear the uniform yet. That was going to be my next just... question. Like, doesn't, that doesn't show like enthusiasm for it that you like, it's like a you sacred could, thing you have to you earn. You might be able to wear a skirt, but it, it would be, you know, not exactly the yeah. color. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, frowned it's, upon it's, is, is it, good. It shows a little bit of like, oh, I'm already on the team. Yeah. yeah. You should show up wearing like a garbage bag to you show know, your remember humility. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a garbage person. Like... <laughs> Anyone who's not on the team <laughs> belongs in a garbage bag. <laughs> well, you know, high school cheerleading is a female dominated sport, and there mm-hmm. are many things that you, you cannot do, right? Mm. Yeah. I wonder, like, if you showed up to marching band tryouts with, like, a, your own feather hat and, like, sparkly marching band uniform, do you think they'd be like, that guy's on the team. He's in. He already has his own marching band yeah. uniform. He's already committed to being yeah. a marching band Like, you might have person. a crimson skirt, you know, if you weren't a cheerleader, but you would be unlikely to have a marching band uniform if you oh, didn't well. know how to march in a band. Well, you know, even Buffy's mom didn't suggest that she go and try out for marching band. So I'm going to say that the the status for marching band members <laughs> might actually low. be lower than yearbook. As, as someone who marched in a marching band, I can tell you that that's true. The funny part is, too, I didn't even play an instrument when I marched because I played the oboe in oboe. high school right. and you can't attach a lyre to an oboe. It doesn't right. really belong in a marching band right. to begin right. with. So they gave me a piccolo and told me to pretend to play it <laughs> while I marched around on the field. So were, were you really in marching band? Really? I don't know. I don't know what, yeah. You never played in marching it's band. A, a flute with no holes is I not a flute. I was totally excited. I thought you were going to say you are a majorette and then I was just going to be like, oh. really excited That would about be that. cool, yeah. Yeah. Those are the people that twirl the batons and stuff? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, no. Just a, playing a dumb instrument and pretending to play another even dumber <laughs> instrument. You have, you have offended you all have of the a, piccolo that's players. That's exactly what I was and, and oboe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, my mom played there. the oboe. <laughs> Thanks for insulting my mom. Your mom. I'm not saying the people who choose to play the oboe are stupid. I'm saying... The oboe is a stupid <laughs> instrument, <laughs> and people can play it because they want a challenge. Oh, oh! But it's okay. but it's a it's a difficult instrument that tends to sound like a duck if you're not. Okay, okay. But didn't you start at off at like something like clarinet? Couldn't you have like I don't know? A gone smarter back? person than me would have done that, but mm. I did not. I just picked. I, w- I remember I went into the room and picked the most complicated looking instrument because that's what I wanted. I wanted the, the one that looked fair. like a science fiction device. <laughs> <laughs> if they had a theremin, I probably would have grabbed that. <laughs> Well, you know, Steve, I, I don't know you that well, but now 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 I do. Now I I, I, I understand you your understand entire me a little life better. now. Yeah. <laughs> and other other things that kind of drove me nuts about the episode. Oh yeah, uh, I, I have multiple. That's almost <laughs> all of my notes are like this doesn't make any sense. Um, the when they do the driver's ed thing, mm-hmm. like don't when I did driver's ed, all the cars had brakes on both sides. Yeah. Like, that guy should have put the brakes on when <laughs> Cordelia's, like, running into cones and, things <laughs> yeah. and putting them all in danger. Yeah, and there was, like, there were four people in that car. He could have done something. That seemed like... <laughs> <laughs> he did not care about the welfare. Yeah. Reverse panic. Yeah. A clear case of reverse panic. You know what? Nobody in that episode knew how to operate a car. Like, Cordelia, you know, she has an excuse. She was young, under the influence of witchcraft. Right. The driver's ed guide has one... Is there one... a breathalyzer test for that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they did the test. It turns blue. If you... <laughs> That's right. That's the field test for... <laughs> Cop does a little spell, takes a piece of your hair... If it turns blue, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to go to the witchcraft yeah. tank Aww. to dry out. Oh, 
But no, uh, yeah, so like Cordelia failed at driving. The driver's ed guy has one interface between him and the car, and that's a brake pedal. And he didn't, <laughs> he didn't, didn't, even, didn't, even, use it. didn't even use it. And then once Cordelia gets out of the car, she just crashed. And this like UPS truck is barreling down on her. The truck no brakes yeah, applied. The truck just like she, he. I think he honked at her. Like, <laughs> on my way, I've got deliveries. Yeah, it's a really, there better be a human heart heading to like Sunnydale General Hospital in that UPS truck. <laughs> or maybe they needed a human heart. And, like, oh, they they're out. trying to get Cordelia. <laughs> Does she I have a heart? That. I think they pretty much established by oh, by by uh, by by yeah. three that that she is actually a heartless witch. No offense to actual witches. Well, you have to you have to come back and watch some Angel with us sometime. And see, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Cordelia's got a long character arc in this uh, in this Buffy verse. Oh well, that's good because mm-hmm. she takes some some fairly. Um, dry material and she manages to sell it so I, yeah I, oh I, yeah like, totally I, I, uh, I, no I think Charisma Carpenter I've, I've got I have no role. problem yeah. with the actor whatsoever mm-hmm. <laughs> character <Yeah>. maybe <laughs> were you going to say something else Lisa? oh I was I was going to say another thing that drove me nuts is mm-hmm. that no yeah please uh, keep going <laughs> just forever these are great it's, yeah um, I feel that as someone who has chosen to slay vampires you should be the best cheerleader ever like you should be acrobatic <laughs> and you should be balanced and like like so skilled i think naturally so why didn't she make the team yeah why was she the first alternate you know what i bet it's it's political it's like she doesn't know the right people she's only been in school for a week it's probably what it is it's a popularity contest yeah besides you know she's trying really hard to be normal and kind of hold herself back a little bit oh maybe she overcompensated like she was like oh i don't want to like go in there and do a triple gainer double backflip Super whatever. I don't know cheerleading okay, moves. I, well, I, as an ex gymnast, like that cartwheel was weak. Were there any things you didn't do in high school? You're a wrestling like, cheerleader. <laughs> you're a gymnast. And you said you were on the yearbook too, right? Yeah. 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 The the uh, gymnastics was uh, was earlier. That yeah. was, uh, that was like elementary and middle school. Oh, okay. <laughs> and her cartwheel was weak even for her, her elementary her school. Cartwheel was weak. <laughs> Five year old's cartwheel. <laughs> cartwheeling at the first grade level <laughs> get out of my gym <laughs> do you have any other bones to pick with the um why in the science lab were they doing a biology like experiment um dissection and also a chemistry experiment at this at the same time like are you saying there's no chemistry inside of a frog i don't really know how frogs work. well because he's like he, the teacher starts off saying like oh if you're in track one like dissect your frog now and then if you're in track two mix this acid base or whatever <laughs> and it's like <laughs> these are two exp- these are two different classes and two experiments how they, can you possibly are, monitor all of are. them <laughs> successfully it's the the sunnydale economy has been going down and they had to make some <clears throat> staff cuts so yeah, they've I'm got one teacher teaching two classes simultaneously <laughs> if that were to happen in a real class there is a frog that is going in acid no, not <laughs> like some student is <laughs> Ooh, that could, that could Only be delicious. one? I think there would be more than one. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no one learned anything. <laughs> I did like, uh, I liked that the classroom had that mirror over the desk. Is that a real thing that you've ever seen in the classroom? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just so that like the students can see what the teacher is doing in this dissection? Is that what that was there for? Oh, I never, I don't know. I did a lot of dissections, but. You never saw it there? I never had a mirror. Yeah, so I I started wondering this. Is that why the mirror was there? Yes, so that was the, that was oh. how I got down this track. At the end of the episode, Buffy like kicks the thing and the mirror falls down, and I was like, "What the fuck was a mirror doing there in this classroom?" <laughs> it didn't occur to me to question ceiling. it before then. And then yeah, and then when I watched the episode again, there was actually it was kind of a cool shot um, where they start right. with the camera pointing up at the mirror and you see down on the down frog, on the thing, and then yeah. the camera turns and you see the actual right. frog. Okay. And I was like, "Wow, oh, that's." The mirror is there, but it took me a minute after that to figure Chekhov's out. Chekhov's mirror. This is- <laughs> it's Chekhov's mirror, exactly. This mirror's gonna come back. <laughs> in act you three. can't you can't put a mirror on screen in Act One and not have, not it, have it reflect a witch's spell back at her in Act Three. <laughs> oh, it's so true. You know, but that's some seriously tricked out like science lab in there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 
a lot of times biology labs and chemistry labs are separate and they don't use the same equipment because you don't need the same equipment yeah, to do something like you know dissect a frog than that you would need you know for an actual chemistry yeah. lab so really it's a poor utilization of resources mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah the um, superintendent needs to be fired and spent all their money on equipment and then only had room <laughs> enough money left for one teacher to teach both <laughs> classes <laughs> Well, you know, that's what they always do. They always skimp on the labor. Right, yeah. <laughs> See, they, they need to get the teachers' unions into Sunnydale is the problem. Yeah, that's what this episode is really about. <laughs> that's the, the subtext is really about the labor disputes. Yeah, it's a B story. I liked uh, – I was well, – I don't know if I would say that I liked it, but we were talking in the last episode about the way they're sort of – exploring the, the the visual language of the show mm, yeah um mm-hmm. yeah they had some some interesting shots like the one that i talked about with the camera panning down from the mirror right they had this like weird dutch angle push in on uh, i think it was amy in the locker room at one point mm-hmm. and they have been using all of these uh i didn't i wasn't really paying attention the last couple episodes but i noticed it in this they're using a lot of like spooky piano music and other like non-diegetic <laughs> yeah. sounds to like set the mood that i don't know if that is Something they really keep in the rest of the series. Yeah, but I feel like it doesn't. Yeah, it gives the whole much. episode a very like you can tell it's an early episode just by the way the like soundscapes are like, yeah. <laughs> and, like <laughs> things that they wouldn't do later in the show. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I also I really enjoyed um, the the opening scene. I thought it was very funny where oh, yeah. Giles is talking about like oh what have you done and then it just cuts to Buffy like standing in this chair. <laughs> it was just a very funny pose that she had. And, yeah. yeah. Good cut. Yeah. Do you want to do? Do you want to do high lo- high moment, low moment? Yeah. Let's, let's sure. Yeah. Do it. So my high moment for the show was definitely the towards the end after they've already defeated um, Amy's mom, and then Xander runs in and grabs Amy and says, "I got her! I got her! Cut her head off!" <laughs> <laughs> That's, a good <laughs> That's good. Good Xander zaniness that I enjoy. Um, as for a low moment. I I think I have to go with the the girl catching on fire and then standing there waving her hands up and down <laughs> oh gosh, waiting yes. for something to happen. I, <laughs> and yeah, everybody in the room just standing around. That was going to be my high moment. <laughs> this happened to us before. Nobody can, we can never agree on high and low moments and what stuff is good or bad. But that to me was just so camp. I mean, there's something entertaining with camp about it, but yeah. But do you want to do you want to go next, Charity? Do you no, do a no, high no, moment no, and a low no, moment? No, no, I have to. I have to think. Now. Okay, you think no, for a minute. I just want to. I want to comment on your low moment. It's mm-hmm. like any time someone catches on fire in a show, <laughs> they're terrible. It's like I really want to be caught on fire sometimes, so I can be like, "Oh, this is what you you stop, drop, and roll <laughs> like you've learned forever." And my, I think it'd be really great at being on fire. My, <laughs> you, you are on fire. <laughs> oh, good one. My brother and I in, in at Boy Scout summer camp used yeah. to do stop, drop, and roll demonstrations, <laughs> which was basically just we'd sneak up on each other and like spray bug spray and light each other on fire. And then you'd have to stop, drop, and roll and put it and, out. And no, uh, for the listeners out there, no burn scars. Yeah, I mean, no severe ones. Like... <laughs> Nothing you'd notice. <laughs> nothing, nothing I have noticed. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should. Oh my God, there's so, a, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna let that one go. I'm trying to think of my what, what were my high moment, low moment. I really liked. Um, I guess Willow's comment. Uh, it's like, wh- why would someone try to hurt? Cordelia and Willow just like um, because they met her. <laughs> that was that was a pretty sick burn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Willow has a snarky side. I I, I like it's it. It's true. Yeah, and she she already like she got Cordelia in the last episode oh, where yeah. she tricked her into deleting her yeah. homework. On that was computer. mean. I like yeah. her, just her comment that really didn't hurt anyone. <laughs> it was mean to trick someone into deleting their homework. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, she really does seem to have it in for Cordelia. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if maybe she'll ultimately do something that hurts Cordelia. Mm. Oh. <laughs> um, we'll come back to that later. <laughs> yeah, low, low, low moment. Yeah, the, 
this is a podcast, so you can't see my face, but I'm just staring at them like, oh, really? Oh, cool. <laughs> no, yeah, you're see? so... Bad. Don't you want to watch the rest of the show now? <laughs> you're hooked now. <laughs> I had out all these great teasers I'm talking about. <laughs> Sorry, please continue. Oh, I was, I was trying to think of my <clears throat> low moment. Yeah. I'm, yeah, maybe I'll go with the the fire one as well. Oh yeah, just like come on, come on, like stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> stop, drop, and roll. I know. I, okay. <laughs> okay, but I, it's a great vehicle for Buffy, right? Because then she gets to be the voice of reason, right? She gets to be the voice of reason, right? She with all of them. these, right? So she she so really, it's just a vehicle for her. Right? She, but, could, she and, did not say stop, be. drop, and roll, though. It I feel like be, she should have done that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the name of the show is Buffy. Not <laughs> <laughs> random cheerleader she with also... her hands on fire. <laughs> vampire nothing. Uh, it was a random cheerleader. That cheerleader's name was Amber. Excuse Amber. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I like, kept getting it confused with Amy. It's <laughs> like, oh, why did they pick two names that were so similar? Amber and yeah, Amy. Yeah, there's, like, there's a name for that rule that you're not supposed to have two characters with the same yeah. first letter in the name, yeah. Um, that's, guess, that's why I remember. Yeah. Because yeah. she was actually, like, legitimately a named character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> All right, so low, low point? Yeah. Low point in the episode? I think the low point is, uh, is when uh, Giles is his name, right? Yes. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. he's standing there looking very professorial. Right, and and he has just taken this huge risk, right? Like he's never cast before, but he doesn't like volunteer that information from the beginning, right? He's yeah. like, well, I'm going to do this big thing, and it might not work, and you know, you've only got three minutes left to live, probably. <laughs> I'm going to give it my best, right? Like he's like, oh no, I can totally do this, and then afterwards he's like, well, I've never casted before, and I'm like, oh my god, you asshole! <laughs> Isn't there a coven somewhere that you should have been like right? insulting? Like this is this isn't like this is like brain surgery. Like oh well, I think if I'm just gonna go in there hack it, maybe it'll work. Like oh my god, my high point though was that we were going to perform like very specifically, we're going to perform witchcraft in the science lab, (laughs) right? So like we have this perfect blend of you know of 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 rationality, right? And 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 hocus pocus, right? And we're like, well, this is the best place to do it. And you're like, okay, if you're gonna cast like. He said that you needed a sacred space. So, like, that's his sacred space. Oh. Right? It's like, well, nice, and yeah. so he picked it, and, like, that's his sacred space. And I I'm like, like it. all oh. right. Uh, I'm Giles is a science man. Mm. <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> that you point that out because, um, so he, he said he never cast that spell before. Do you think Giles has ever cast spells before, or do you think this is his first time doing magic ever? I thought as a, as a Buffy virgin that, you know, this was his first time. Yeah. I think this is his first time out of the gate. So if that's not true, then I'm, I'm interested to see. I don't know. We'll have to, come, have to keep watching to find out. Because <laughs> I thought that he was going to basically say, oh, you know, I've, I've done it before. Like, I dabbled or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but he was like, yeah. Like, oh, I've never done that before. I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe he has done it before, but he was he's keeping it a secret for some reason. Maybe. Maybe he doesn't want the kids to know that he's a warlock. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. So what would you think about, there was a scene where, like, they're going to Amy's house, and they get to the gate, and the gate has, like, a demon's <laughs> head on it. <laughs> that, I thought of putting that as my high moment. It was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Really? Nobody's out of her as a witch yet? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your game? <laughs> well, not only that, it, it looks like something from Labyrinth, right? It looks like it's going to talk to you or something. Yeah, like, totally. Or like, you know, like it was just like put on there. And mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're flagging, right? Witch flagging. <laughs> we're flagging. <laughs> Nobody in the neighborhood has also ever been up into that attic that's filled with like dolled heads hanging from the ceiling and a Uh-oh. cauldron of boiling green goo. By the way, what do you think, ha- like... Once once you're done with your spell, how do you dispose of your your cauldron your green goo? goo? Yeah, like what? Do you, can that just go down the drain, or will that like cause clogs? Like, <laughs> well, I guess it depends on whether you know there's a high oil content in there because yeah, you're not supposed to dump that, right? That yeah, it yeah. Needs to go someplace. But else. I mean, it could be like it could also just be. I don't. I mean, it, I I imagine that it's filled with dark magical energies that are bad for your pipes, like. <laughs> Like oil is not good for your pipes, but neither is dark, dark magical, magical energy. energy. But like once, once it is spent, you know, does it really have any power, right? Like, oh, that's a good point. Right? Like, I, I guess it's like can you reuse it? Like maybe, yeah. 
Maybe, maybe it's just like the cauldron comes with the goo and the goo lasts for as long as the cauldron does. Like it's just... Oh, like a cast iron or something? You season <laughs> it and it's like <laughs> good to go forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, don't like wash it with soap soda, though. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just had that seasoned. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say I thought that the, the use of the you know, sort of plastic Barbie doll was... I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan, right? No. Yeah. If, we're gonna, if we're gonna go down the, uh, you know, real witches, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. That takes some skill. You can't just like pick up an old Barbie doll out of a, you know, the, the, I had the discount same bin, right? And I'm like, really? Like, what? What was the purpose of that? We, we couldn't huh. have made something. We couldn't mm-hmm. have fashioned something. Like maybe I'm mi- mixing up, you know, witchcraft and voodoo, um, yeah. because I know that I have just sort of this big bin, you yeah. know, of uh, you know, supernatural crap right yeah, and yeah. Then you put all that information into but usually you have to have something personal from the person but it also yeah. has to be something that you made uh-huh. right oh, and okay. like these things are like plastic and made in china hmm. i thought the same thing i was like why does she have the barbie dolls if it's supposed to be a representation of someone does does plastic count is like a <laughs> Did, I, I mean, magic is really old. Is it ready to accept like plastic replicas yet? <laughs> Doesn't that diminish your power? Is that why the spells didn't work perfectly? <laughs> Cheap knockoff. Cheap uh, knockoff. Really? <laughs> Trying to use Eye of Salamander when you really need Eye of Newt. It's just not going to work the same. It won't give well, you the same thing. Eye of Newt. It, it was frog, but yeah. yeah. Well, they cut to a frog. But were they implying that the that she was using an eye of the frog? Yeah, the because yeah, yeah. because he that. because the Z- yeah, Xander. Xander can't can't get the eye out and uh okay you know and she just does it right she yeah. just scoops in there and gets it willow <laughs> willow gets it right willow gets it right. willow yeah she's good she's good at biology and magic she's all around talented person she's clearly being undervalued in these first three episodes she's yeah well i mean i think i think willow is or definitely sees herself as undervalued in general yeah yeah well, I think that that's a realistic assessment. I want to make a comment about another like mirrored uh, thing that happened between Buffy and Xander and Xander and Willow, mm-hmm. oh, which yeah. was much more obvious this time. Oh, the, yeah. Um, where Xander calls Willow a guy. You're just one of the guys, and that's yep. like that's such a heartbreaking thing <laughs> to like hear from people sometimes. Um, and it looks like Willow is crushed about that she clearly mm-hmm, is like mm-hmm. there's something going on there for willow and xander doesn't feel it and then the same thing happens with buffy yep. being like oh you're just one of the girls xander and xander is clearly crushed because mm-hmm, it means like mm-hmm. nothing's gonna yeah but it's a light bulb moment for willow because she's mm-hmm. like yeah how does that feel yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they do they cut to her face and she's like mm-hmm. that's right yeah yep yeah that's it's a nice moment for willow it's nice to see, yeah, like you said, that they're sort of using these two relationships as, I don't know, if mm-hmm. foils or, or, or mirrors for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought, I, I was thinking about something with, um, do you think they were setting up something with Joyce and Amy's mom as sort of like foils for each other, like too much attention, too much parental attention and too little parental attention? <clears throat> yeah, that's a good point. I, I yeah. wrote some notes down about... Um, what uh, the struggle Buffy was having with like wanting her mom to be more involved, but mm-hmm. also being like, quality mother time would lead to quality matricide. Yeah, time. yeah, exactly. Right, like right. on some level, she clearly sort of wants her mom to be more involved, but she's also and go- watching all this that's happening with Amy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but isn't that like the heart of teen struggle, right? That like you're super vulnerable and you know you sort of want your parent you know to be sort of by your side mm-hmm. and on the other hand they are the most annoying person in the whole wide world and yeah. you desperately wish they would go away right like that like that what's that's what marks Buffy as being a teenager right? mm-hmm. because the rest of the dialogue and all the other things she's god she's old right like you know meaning that she's seen a lot right like that yeah. she doesn't yeah. have oh, yeah. reasonable expectations right it's true um about about her world and you know and and so she's the social thing is really the part that she's fumbling, right? It's true. And you know, and her mom, you know, she's like, oh, I, "I wish my mom," you know. And then like, "Oh, but when you talk, it's exactly the wrong thing." <laughs> like, uh. Yeah, right. So I, I, uh, I, I thought that it was a little more, you know, a nice grounding thing for all of the supernatural 
I did I'll swirl. I did really like the moment that they had together at the end where she asked, like, would you ever want to be 16 again? And her mom was like, oh, God, that's a horrible thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that would be worse than vampires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, true. it's uh, you know, Buffy of this sort of love triangle-ish thing that's going on with, with Xander and Willow and Buffy. Buffy's the only one that is sort of completely estranged from like these two are going through this typical teenage experience of having an unrequited crush and Buffy is like not even able to see any of that is going on Um, and totally sort of separate from those those typical social things that she's supposed to be part of and that maybe she's trying to break into that like doing the cheerleading thing yeah I think that makes sense Mm. do we have anything for what in the hell mouth were you thinking this week? Because <laughs> oh, I... yeah, so that's <laughs> if you yeah, we're here. Uh, what in the hell mouth were you thinking? Is where we go over how the um, the villains' plan could have been better. Okay, um, mm-hmm. okay. life coaching. Uh, played out. Life yeah, coaching yeah, for the villain. villain. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have immediate thoughts? <clears throat> okay. Well, I think we already touched on one, which is. If you're going to be a villain, then you probably shouldn't mark that on front of your house with, like, a demon face. Yeah, let's like, be, be subtle. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Um, and and really, the the attic of your house, like, cause sh- if you're, shouldn't you, like, be keeping the place where you're sleeping and trying to be safe separate from mm. your spellcast? Yeah, like, rent a storage storage unit or something like exactly, that and go do Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Serial killers have it the right way. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> you, need, you need a place separate from your home to do your to do your business, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so. I mean, I so I think, for me, the ultimate failure of the villain in this is to have an interesting aspiration like all she wanted I, I to thought do it was, was that she'd just be a better cheerleader <laughs> <laughs> be more talented and you won't have to use magic <laughs> to harm other people <laughs> but i guess boring aspiration well yeah i mean i feel like if you're going to like i don't know how long her mom spent like studying the dark arts to be able to do all the stuff that she does but i feel like if you've done the work can't you come up with something more interesting to do than be a cheerleader again well then the barbie dolls like the old barbie dolls they match her right because Mm. she she is emotionally stunted right like that she wants to like her glory days is their reclaiming right of high school and for people who get to move on in the world high school is something that they would rather forget (laughs) right and for her it was like the pinnacle of her life um and you know, she she never escaped that. She never escaped, like not feeling that young, not feeling that pretty. Here's here's a question. So, uh, we know from, or at least we suspect that, like, sh- her mom had been a witch as far back as when her dad was around, because her dad apparently used to call her a witch, right? So mm-hmm. he presumably knew. Um, do you think she's her mom has been a witch since high school? Like, did she get to be a good oh, cheerleader in high she, school yeah. through witchcraft in the first place? And is it possible that maybe the reason she's emotionally stunted is because she's like the it's the the witchcraft like is it's like a drug and it, she can't move past like when she got addicted to it. Or do you think she learned witchcraft to get back to the to the high school? No, days? I think she's been. I think I think she's been a witch the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, maybe that's why she was the first one to make the team a great thing and hasn't right. been done since. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever. She used. Yeah. But I think that you know, for all I know, she was petty and she cursed it. Mm. Oh. Right, like oh, well, now that I'm gone, I'm they're, 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 they're never going to be as good again. <laughs> <laughs> right, like <laughs> so, That's like true. no one's ever been able to do it, and they called her Catherine the Great. Uh, right. What was the real Catherine the Great like? I don't know history. <laughs> who, who is that? She's great. <laughs> loved her <laughs> just delightful <laughs> super pleasant and... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of a funny <laughs> Catherine. Catherine, they're really good Catherine. <laughs> Catherine the <laughs> yeah Catherine the her <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <Never mind. clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, you have, you have 
just witness of some kind of inside joke that was now passed over. No, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It was. It's it was just completely inside, inside to Lisa because <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, no and and from yes, from, from Arrested, Arrested Development. Development. I yep, I put the pieces together. Yep, you did. It's oh, <laughs> all right. It wasn't yeah. that great. So I thought, okay. <laughs> that was that was a good joke. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't have a lot of notes on this episode. I mean, it was. It's like, are you guys gonna do a fashion rundown? You say you usually do a fashion. Rundown. Oh yeah, we can do. I didn't, I didn't notice. I mean, there was Willow was is always wearing something, some weird patterned thing that yeah. I don't know what she's thinking. But I, yeah, I don't, I didn't notice anything particularly exciting to comment on. Um, what did you think of that? Uh, in one Cupcake scene. Shirt. Is that, are those cupcakes or are those? The one that's just the square on her chest. Oh, no, I was thinking of something that Amy was wearing that had like red, was it roses or something mm. pattern all over it? Yeah, that's It was like be. white and red. I don't know if yeah. you saw that one. I think she was wearing, was she wearing that in, like in the locker room or something? Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not. But I think yeah. they did that as a foil for, um, it's her name's Cordelia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Cordelia character because she is incredibly put together. So yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of those things are not, choices made for the character their choices to highlight right Buffy's good fashion sense or mm. Cordelia's mm-hmm. good fashion sense so they don't have to be anything they just have to be not right yeah mm-hmm. um, and so when you have those weird patterns and like we're, we're mixing florals with plaid and you know all these things yeah. then the, the only you know part that you're supposed to take from that is is, oh, that no, that's bad. <laughs> um, but what they do in this show, which is different, is that even though those patterns are not good, all the clothes are perfectly tailored hmm. for the person, mm-hmm. right? So there isn't anybody in something oversized or undersized or like they're like older siblings, hand me downs or something. No, n- none yeah. of that, right? It's all it's all pristine, yep. right? And none of it is wrinkled, and none of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So it's a very sort of like fashion plate gone wrong mm-hmm. um you know we have the colored pencils and you like rub out the fashion plate <laughs> and they're trying to match it with the skirt and it mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. quite come out right i i have a fashion question there's that scene where where um, joyce brings in her old yearbook and puts it down and buffy makes some comment about her having farrah hair, Farrah Farrah hair and her mom says it's gadget hair it's, or something gidget gidget. Hair. what what is that like an inspector gidget or oh, what's no, the... no 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 <laughs> That's so cute. cute. No, Sally Field um, played a character called Gidget in the 1960s. And she had a particular hairstyle for that? Um, She did, um, but it looks like Sally Field's hair. I was going to say, it's like her hair. It's like her hair all the time, right? (laughs) Okay, gotcha. Um, uh, But she she played like a surfer girl um, with with a dad that she adored. And, you know, she was like, you know, petite and getting into... Mm-hmm. You know, all sorts of teenage things. Um, so that's a very different character from like Farrah Fawcett, who was a, you know, like a bombshell of her right, time with right. the with the big with the big feathered wings. Okay. Right. So um, is that is that are those two hairstyles things that could be, it would not be easily mistaken for like was Buffy way off base saying saying Farrah hair or was she like they're pretty similar. A little similar? bit of flip in Gidget's hair, but it's not the same as the the Farrah Fawcett look at all. Okay. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe I'm a hair snob and, you know, but no, I, yeah. don't, I don't. So her mom don't was right to be like, what are they teaching you in that school, school or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, okay. uh, no, no, totally wrong. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy may know many things, but hairstyles um, yeah. of the 60s and 70s it's now. Amy had some pretty intense bangs going on. The bangs, yeah. I I'm very particular about how I like bangs to look, and I, I never <laughs> enjoyed like these like wispy bangs yeah, that you can see weird. through. Like if you're gonna have bangs, like why can you see through them? Yeah, <laughs> they're supposed to cover. Yeah, there was a shot. I think like the first shot with Amy, where I like I was trying to figure out what I was looking at. I mean, maybe it's just it looked like she had. Uh, like part of her eyebrows shaved, but then when they got a little closer with the camera, I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's just over. thin it's just wisps of hair going over, over her. Yeah. 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 That was strange. <laughs> I'm not a fan either. I agree with you. Yeah. Wispy bangs, they're bad. Yeah. I give them two stars out of 10. <laughs> see, see, now I'm like, oh, look, I'm bang free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Should we should we rate the episode? Uh, let me see if I. Yeah, if you have mm. some more notes. Mm. Is there, is there a scale? Uh, so we, we like to do a thing where we rate the episode like out of out of ten <laughs> blanks, where you can choose something from the episode to use as your rating scale. 
Okay. Um, okay. So, but we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Right, right, right. Oh, I do I do have a couple things I noted but didn't mention yet. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting that when they're watching the cheerleading tryouts, that Cordelia comes over to Willow and says like. Who does that Amber think she is? Like a Laker girl? Oh, that is That's interesting. Like, why is Cordelia I didn't even, even like, think about that. Talking to her? Clearly, it's like she pretends to hate Willow, and maybe she does a little bit, yeah. but she's she chatted with her. She like. Do you think Cordelia like secretly envies something about Willow's maybe. life? Like maybe she wants, she wishes she was more like a- able to be the smart person rather than uh, like. Do you, so I kind of wonder sometimes if Cordelia pretends to be stupider than she actually is. Yeah, um, I could see that. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, we talk, I talked about this before. Like, in the first episode, she's shown being really smart in class and, like, helping another student out. But then <clears throat> in the second episode, she's with Willow and being a total dummy in the computer lab. With, with when she's around her uh, other friends. Yeah, when she's around uh, her, like, her, her clique of, of plastics or whatever they're called in this. <laughs> yeah, so I wonder if maybe she sort of looks at Willow and kind of wishes she could just be, like the smart girl that doesn't have to worry about the social pressures. No. You don't think so? <laughs> not buying it? Uh, no, I'm totally not buying that. Okay. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally not buying that. Okay. So, so maybe there's something later in the show, but right now there, there's a little bit of like, let's throw some attributes, you know, at this character and see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we, we got to see the, um, oh, I'm popular and, you know, I'm popular and I'm a good student and I'm a good dresser. And I'm slightly mean to people who are not at my, you know, my, my, <laughs> my social issue. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and, uh, you know, and then, you know, in this episode where she does have a lot of cachet, so she can pretty much talk to anybody she wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's more of her power, her social power, mm. right? That So why that choose Willow, to talk to Willow? <clears throat> because she's standing there. Right? Oh, just because it's she's the closest there. person? She's the closest person. And, okay. and she can talk to anybody, and she can look at anybody, and she can show up anywhere yeah. because she's just that popular. So, so she didn't even I mean, think about it? Like, that's, if that's it had been, part of her social If it privilege. had been a particularly realistic mannequin, she would have talked to that happened mm-hmm. to be closest to her than any other yeah. person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't really care. <laughs> she doesn't need to go <laughs> a realistic-looking mannequin? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, like, your, if your point is that like it doesn't matter, it didn't matter. It wasn't. She didn't choose Willow for any particular it reason. Was just Willow it was there. just Willow was closest. Willow, Willow was, was there. there. Okay, I, I yeah. can, I she's there. Kind of buy that actually. Okay, I believe it. I can agree. I'll throw out all my like deep Cordelia thoughts. Yeah, get rid of them. <laughs> no place for them. Here. <laughs> well, you know she's not deep yet. Yeah. Like you know, basically she's a bully with really good clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, okay. So some yes. of that fashion is incredibly pricey. But do you I'm think I'm watching like her, and I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching. Is it her? Or she? Like, oh my god, it's gonna bug me. Um. Anyway, so I'm watching them, and they're wearing like thousand dollar outfits to <laughs> high school. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, and it's not L.A. Yeah. Right. Like. <laughs> but Cordelia, I don't think they've mentioned this yet, but Cordelia is supposed to have like a rich family, a rich dad. I yeah, think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if it was Cordelia, was it Cordelia's clothes you were talking about, or was it somebody Both else's? Both Buffy's and Cordelia's oh, okay, clothes yeah. are are incredible. <clears throat> Buffy's got no excuse. There's no reason she would have. Like Joyce has an art gallery or works at an art gallery. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's, I don't know if there's a lot of money in that, but maybe. Well, well, maybe she has good taste, but you know, but these clothes are incredibly expensive. Okay, I believe you. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to ask. So. I mean, I don't want to, like, I, th- I think I've already spoiled a little bit that, like, Cordelia gets, you know, as a character becomes more deep and more, and, and, and changes a lot of, over the course of, not so much this show, but, but in Angel. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going to ask, do you think that there, there's, like, no seed of that in her at all yet? Like, do you think that she's, she's just as vapid as she appears to be, and the depth sort I of, know. like, I don't think comes that she's out of vapid. nowhere? I don't think she's vapid at all. Oh, right? okay. I think that she's calculating. She's an opportunist, mm-hmm. right? And I'm, I'm not saying that doesn't come with a certain level of intelligence, right? She certainly okay. has mm-hmm. a lot of um, social intelligence. If mm-hmm. she didn't have it, she she wouldn't be that popular, That's right? True. Um, and so, no, I don't, I, don't think she's, I don't think she's dumb. I just think that she has made the focus of her life you know, t- to be popular, which is kind of a terrible choice. Right? Like, like I mean, that's sort of the lesson of this episode, isn't it? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> so, do you? Ha- let me ask you, Charity, uh, from the episode 
or episodes that you see? You watched the first two at some I point. I watched the first two, and then I watched the okay, yeah. you guys cold. Yeah. yeah. So do you, do you have a, a like a favorite character from the show so far? Wow. I, I have to say I'm a Willow fan. Go Willow. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yep, like, we got a lot of Willow fans in the house. <laughs> well, you know, she's a renaissance no, yeah, woman. She is, yeah. She's a renaissance woman, yeah. you know? And, you know she knows how to surf the web and we... do all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like, we have a really... Um, it happens in TV show after TV show, right? We have all these people who are are gorgeous, right? Like, they mm-hmm. are the most beautiful people on the planet. But if they're not, they're not on TV, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, here's Allison somebody Hannigan, who's... Exactly. Just ugly. Just, I mean, a shame about her face. I don't even... <laughs> right? And so in any high school in the country, she would be the popular cheerleader, right? <laughs> yeah. And so you do have to have a certain level of suspending disbelief. Right? Yeah, right. When, like, nobody seems interested in her. I'm like, this is this is, this is total BS because there would be a whole fan, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah, totally. Probably the yearbook and the marching band crew, right? <laughs> that, that is, like, trailing after Willow and asking her for dates. I mean, like, that that is what would be happening. Yeah. Um, no, I remember, I remember, like, I learned, I learned a lot about computers from a couple, like, really nerdy guys. If there would have been a girl looking like Allison Hannigan teaching me about computers when I was that age, I would have fallen very deeply in love <laughs> with that person. <laughs> it would have been embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. No, no, she's my favorite. I, I agree. She's she's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and she also has... Uh, there's a lot of good reasons to keep coming back to the show if you like Willow. Yeah. She's, <laughs> yeah. She stays one of the strongest, most interesting characters on the show, I would say. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Are we ready to do ratings now, do you think? You... Yeah. Okay. I think we can do. So I think, I think I'm going to go ahead and give this show six uh, crates of tribal art <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a little bit more than... Than I gave the last two episodes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I realize I have fewer notes on this episode. Like it's mm-hmm. it's and you know, as as we watch the rest of the first season, it's gonna seem like just another monster of the week one. Mm-hmm. But I think it kind of hits the ground strong with the transition from like season long plot with the master to monster of the week fun. Let's like try. Oh, it's like a witch with a cauldron and like do something yeah. fun with it. And I I actually. I enjoyed the sort of twist that uh, that Amy's mom was an Amy, that they had switched bodies. Like, I thought mm-hmm. that was clever enough to, when I first saw it, that I was like, oh, uh, that's cool. That is a nice reveal. Yeah. Oh, can I, I'm going to interrupt you with another note that I thought of upon, like, the, I don't know, second watching mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. this week that I did. Um, so we talked about how the, the bad guys could have done better, but I really wanted to talk about how the good guys, it's like, you're casting a spell that's going to remove all the spells that have been cast you know that they're going to switch bodies back why didn't they just tie up amy's mom's body (laughs) while they were doing this (laughs) so she doesn't jump out of nowhere and tackle buffy like you knew that would happen (laughs) come on clearly buffy is the brains of this operation as much as everybody keeps trying to push her in and she is incapacitated that's Mm. true she's the one who's like oh this person's going to fight me yeah. Right, and nobody else is thinking about that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the th- you know what I think. I think the the Scooby Gang of a few seasons <laughs> from now would have absolutely done that. They tie people up any <laughs> chance the they get, like <laughs> because they learn. They've learned from their mistakes that's during true. these true. episodes. So this is it's a learning moment for them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe anyway. that's yeah. But that's a good point. I feel like a moment's thought <laughs> like, would have... Like, what did you think was... Like, come on. You have a willing person right now that would be like, oh, yes, I yeah, I will let you tie me up because I know it's not going to be my body anymore. Speaking of that, I forgot to mention the, the axe in the glass in the <laughs> school. <laughs> yeah. Like, you kids get suspended for bringing, like, a tiny knife, but you can have an axe just hanging on the wall. That you could easily punch the glass. Like, yeah. Like, punch it, no problem. Uh, and, like, uh, somebody, one of you made this point when we were watching the episode, like, the firemen, they can bring their own axe. Yeah. Like, you don't need... <laughs> they have training with the axe. You yeah. don't need high school students, like, let me I'm grab the sure axe. you don't want, like, a high school student, like, yeah. there's a fire in that room. Let me, I'll get you out. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very dangerous and yeah i mean maybe maybe one time there was a fire at sunnydale high and the firemen forgot their axe 
And so they put this up. In this glass case. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'll just put this here. (laughs) They just, they forgot to bring it. And so the school was, and like a student died. And so the school was like, we're never letting this happen again. They, maybe they got Never sued forget. by the kids' parents or something. So they like now an axe in every now, school. Now an, an axe in every school is the new <laughs> policy. Well, we just we just need to look up the code and you know like what what makes what makes the place to code does does it oh, need, yeah, an, need axe an axe somewhere in the building? Do they need like I know you have to have the alarm system, but right. does there yep. have to be an axe? I don't know. For the chemistry lab, they definitely need to have a certain number of fire extinguishers. Yeah, it's fire. And they need yeah. an eye wash station, and they need, like, yeah. you know, all of these things. Yeah, but. and a magical spell-countering mirror. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And your axe station. <laughs> and your yeah, emergency eye axe station. Or whatever. <laughs> because there were so many students in that classroom, they couldn't just be like, okay, we'll gather around. Right, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, uh, did you complete your rating? Yes. I I, yeah. No. I'm, I think I said my you're, six. You're, six out of ten crates of tribal art. Crates yeah. of tribal art. Okay. 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 Um, let's see. I am going to give it. I feel like I'm still going to give it like a five out of ten. I don't know. The, uh, the first time I watched it was by myself, and I was pretty bored and didn't have many notes. Watching it again with both of you guys here was much more enjoyable and mm. pretty fun. So uh, I think I could waver a little bit, too. Maybe it was just that when I was alone, it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I was just taking notes and be like, oh, God, everything is wrong with the school. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. wrong. Why didn't he hit the brakes? Uh, no. um, yeah, so I'll, I'll still go. I'm going to go with five out of ten. Um, uh, drivers had cars that don't have two sets of brakes. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I admit my uh, my Buffy. You know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, education is you know still in its infancy, mm-hmm. um, and so I have a big three episodes. But I'm going to say that compared to the first two, this one's a real low. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So like maybe it's like a catch your breath episode, or like we we can't you know you know we, we can't have that that big of a cash sure. for every episode. We're we're hemorrhaging money for. Um, uh, for extras or something, and the um, vampire makeup. That uh, they do. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So they're like, maybe this expensive is a vampire transition it's, it's effects. A, yeah. It's a slow week on Buffy, so I'm yeah. going to give it um, four discarded Barbies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, solid, solid, pretty good. All right, okay, so. Uh, yeah, do you, uh, so uh, let's plug the show first. So you can find everything about our show at welcometosunnydale.com. You can find us on Facebook, and uh, you can find us on Twitter at Welcome to Sunny. At Welcome to Sunny is our Twitter handle. Uh, you can email us at Welcome to Sunnydale Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, um, Charity, do you have anything you want to plug? Any websites you want people to go to? Any social medias you'd like people to follow? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, um, I guess we can sort of wrap everything up, and I guess I want to thank Charity for coming on the show. I thought she did a really excellent job. Yeah, you could even say. That girl's on fire.